welcome to the one-year anniversary edition of SOS. We're so happy to be here. One year. We've made it. This is episode 52. I'm here as always with my partner, Mark. Mark, how are you doing today? Man, I'm doing good, Sean. I can't complain. Probably wouldn't help if I did anyway. So, but uh, yeah, happy to be here. And congratulations, Vet SOSers. One year. Woohoo! Yeah. This is the biggest <laughs> hand clapper I could find. <laughs> Sean's going crazy over there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we have a great episode with you today. We're going to do a year in review. We're going to take a look back at some of the episodes that we've had, talk about some of the points that uh, came up that were just complete knowledge bombs that everybody should be tracking on. And we're going to talk about some of the plans for the future. Uh, as always, if you want to stream this out live over your networks, your social media, hit us up with hashtag pairing and we'll tell you how to use the restream platform and push it out live over your social media. We're here. We brought back a special guest. We have Eric Brew with us, who works for ACP. Eric, so glad you could join us for our anniversary edition. How are you doing today? Brother, if I was any better, I'd be twins, man. I can't <laughs> believe you guys brought me back for the one year. I'm so humbled. I'm so honored, dude. This is dope. I, uh, I, I've i got, listen, I know we we talked, right? We've, the listeners will get this, but like we talked a little bit before the show and you asked me, he's like, all right, what are some of your favorite, you know, one-liners? I got a bunch, bro. I'm ready to roll. <laughs> I'm ready to celebrate the heck out of this. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And as we're going through this, you know, we're talking about what we want to do for the one year. And going back and reviewing the year just made sense. And bringing back someone like Eric, who's big in our community, his episode had a ton of knowledge in it. If you haven't checked it out, you need to go back and check it. Uh, but today we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff and, and what's going on. So we're going to start with just a recap of why we did this. You know, why why did we start Vet SOS? What was the point behind it? And, and Really, it was sort of multifaceted, right, Mark? So it started with, I think, Trevor and I talking and Trevor pitching the idea of doing podcasts. And um, I was in a position where I was doing the transition from the military, and I was very excited about the transition piece. But I was also overwhelmed by all the resources that were out there. So in our conversations, we started talking about, you know, what could we do? And the idea of doing this podcast to help spread the word about these organizations came up. You know, and, and from there, you and I, Mark, we started working together to try to make this happen. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, I, I think that I I was not really aware of, you know, the 40,000 plus VSOs that are out there. Um, you know, my time and experience in the military was fairly brief, right? I did, I did my four and four and out. Um, but you know, I'm passionate about helping and volunteering and making an impact. And, you know, I'm, I'm a patriot right? Through and through. Um, Eric and I were talking about this. We're both adopted, but I wasn't even born here in the U.S. And I believe in serving my country. I believe in paying it forward and giving back. And I think, you know, look, if it were me, I would say everybody should serve two years like, like they do in Korea, right? <laughs> everybody should have that experience, right? So um, it was it was an honor to start it up and, and get everything going. And um, yeah, I'm excited to to recap these uh, knowledge bombs. So before we get into that, Eric, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. You were one of our early guests. What made you want to come on and, and join us early in the process to, to talk about the transition? <laughs> and you had no idea I was going to ask you that. I didn't. And that's fair. No, I like this. I like this because the truth is, first and foremost, Sean, I've known you, right? You have a ton of my respect. I love what you're doing for our community. Um, but I'm a firm believer that nothing 
resonates more with us than our stories. Yeah. Right. Nothing resonates more than sitting down and watching a podcast and sipping on a good cup of coffee and realizing that I'm not alone. I'm not the only one that doesn't know what I want to do when I grow up. I'm not the only one that can't figure out how to do this stupid resume. I'm not the only one. I'm not navigating and traversing this ground by myself. There are people who have gone before me. There are people who are walking alongside of me. And if I just lock arms with those folks, if I just get my story out, dude, there's so much power in that. So that was, and I hope that was a good enough ad lib answer, but that's the truth, brother. Like I want to get on, I wanted to get on that SOS specifically because I want to share my story. I want people to hear what I went through so that they go, wow, crap. I guess, I guess I'm not the only one that dumb knuckle dragon grunt did it too. Like he sucked too. Yeah. I sucked, man. I failed, but that's why brother. And honestly, I've, I've thanked many people on here before, and I owe you a, a debt of gratitude as well, because hearing your story helped me have a very, very smooth transition. I can't complain about my transition I'm glad. at all. And it's thanks to people like you that tell tell the horror stories and, and tell the struggles and things like that and, and give the recommendations to move forward, which is great. And, and I think part of that is is the senior NCO, you know, the old first sergeant, you know, trying to share stories past help the soldiers you know and it's always great to see that continuing uh to give back just amazing so we've had 52 episodes eric you're now the third person to have two episodes um so really we're looking at 49 48 different people have graced us I'm sorry, Mark, you and I had two episodes too, didn't we? <laughs> <That's right. laughs> when one we had technical issues on one, so we wanted to do another episode. So 45 plus people coming on here and sharing their story, talking about the organizations that they're working with, they're supporting, and just doing amazing things uh, for our community. It's very powerful. But today we're going to talk about some of those beautiful knowledge drop, bomb drops that just really resonated with us. And I, I'm going to start with the, the same one I, I've used multiple times on the show, and that's Alfredo Torres in his description of transition as a buffet. To me, that perfectly sums up the transition process. There's so many things out there. You pick and choose what you want and what works for you. I mean, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Yeah, there, there's there's always, you know, probably more resources than we're aware of, Right. And, and even the ones that we're aware of, to your point, can be very overwhelming. So, um, but it is a buffet and you have to, you have to know what's on the buffet, right? You have to, you have to get out there, get that knowledge, get that insight, and then you can choose, you know, okay, what's relevant to me? What's relevant to my mission? But, I think yeah. that's my favorite part of, that's my favorite part of, of Alfredo's quote right there, Mark, is when you go up in front of a buffet, right? You don't choose everything. You're not going to put everything on your plate. Well, some of us do. Sean might. He's a big Sean, dude. Might. Sean, Sean yeah. might. I can't. I get fat real easy. I can't do that. But like, you know, you get in front of this buffet and you see all of these options. You have to choose what's relevant because although each one of us have a lot of similarities in our stories and a lot of similarities in our transitions, we all have unique stories. Our careers are different. Our families are different. Our hopes and dreams look different. Our careers, everything about us is unique. And so having the idea of Alfredo's buffet is just incredible because it, it allows us the freedom to stand in front of this, you know, smattering of, of, of resources and say, I really need that. I probably don't need that right now, but I need that right now. 
I think it's great. I'm going to defend myself a little bit here. And the only buffet where I went crazy was actually in Ireland in a little pub. They had like 10 types of beef and 10 types of potatoes. I was trying it all for me a fresh <laughs> Guinness and let's get to work. Um, but aside from Irish heritage, Mark, I'm going to turn it over to you. What, what, what was one of your favorite knowledge bombs? Uh, man, I, I like, so the one thing that I, I really found impactful for the job search specifically was something that Tyrone Hewitt said. So he had said that you have to engage in the content of people you're trying to get in front of, right? So that was the one thing. So you have to engage in the with the people that you're trying to get in front of with. So if like on LinkedIn, it's not just about connecting. It's not just about, you know, making friends. It's you have to go out to their content and engage because a lot of times we connect with people and they are not engaged. So that was huge. And then the other thing um, I like to add, he said, I'm, I'm going to add two. Um, he said this, when you are in the interview or when you're in comp negotiation, salary negotiation, if you meet 100% of the qualifications, you deserve 100% of the salary. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. Yeah. You deserve the hundred percent of the salary. I deserve thing. That's hard for us to swallow, isn't it? It is <laughs> right. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, look, because we're so, we're so mission oriented. We're so, I mean, look, what, what are we doing in the military? We're volunteering, right? Yeah. So yeah, right. yeah, that's huge. And something, you know, it's a mindset thing, right? You know, kind of like you're, you're talking about Eric, where you have to change your mindset and there, there's programs out there that help you. Um, I'm a big fan of the LTI from we to me, um, mm -hmm. program where you really start to focus on you. I got, I got everywhere. <laughs> um, but no, that, that is, uh, that, that's a good one. And that is definitely a good one. What you got going on, Eric? What was one of your favorite ones? So I, I say this, not just because you have me on the show, but I don't know if you guys know this. I've watched every single episode and I've got a bunch of one-liners and, and I wrote some down and I'm, you know, cause you can only get blown up so many times before you, you can't remember stuff, <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, I'm going to start with one of my favorites. And I think it's my favorite because of who I support, right? Because I am the husband of a badass female Marine or female veteran, right? Army veteran. Um, so Dr. Destiny Preet's uh, episode, you know, she's from we Two our vets when she was talking about um, uh, getting out of the military, becoming a, a, a military spouse having two babies, um, being pregnant with a third. And then she had the audacity to, to say, uh, but I needed something for myself to do. <laughs> and although we had, you know, you guys had a great laugh at that. You were, Sean was just baffled at the fact that she could even say that. What that showed me is that if you're a hiring authority, if you're someone who is looking for talent, that's a grit you don't find anywhere else. That's a drive, dude. Our our community is so flipping strong. We bring so much to the table. We are so much bigger than the box that we were in from the Marine Corps, the Army, the Air Force. We're bigger than that. We bring more to the table, and that's a grit that you just don't find anywhere. Amen. Destiny's Destiny's drive just blows my mind. She is such a rock star, such a superhero, dude. I love that woman. Yeah, that interview made me feel like an underachiever. <laughs> I'm not reaching my full potential here. Um, I need to search for some more things to do. And, and she, her story is powerful. You know, what she's doing for the community is powerful. Yeah. And just, you know, it's so much fun to just talk with her, you know, and, and, you know, I made joke in that episode too, about the, 
you know, trying to get a um, veterati appointment with her. You know, she every once in a while throws that Easter egg up on LinkedIn and everybody, you know, rushes to try to book her because she's that much fun to talk to and she's got yeah. so much knowledge. I just absolutely love it, Mark. Well, it just goes to show as well. And, you know, I mean, like, look, when somebody is a high achiever, right, and, and they have that grit, I love that word, that grit. Um, look, it's about what you're doing and how you're doing it because she's giving back, yep. right? And it's not about the money. It's not about any of that. The reward is seeing the impact you're making, right? in your community. And in this community, there's a huge need, right? We all know it and it's a, a pervasive need. And so to be able to make that impact and, and that's what drives you, right? That's why you have these people doing what we're doing, like Eric and Sean and everybody in the community, like that is why, right? Cause that's the reward. The reward is intrinsic in your volunteering. Absolutely. Love that word. Yeah. So my next one is David Trenholm. We we talked to, with him about all the things he's got his hands to, does a, a million things as well. Um, loves giving back to the community, right? He talks about ONU and how he went through that. And in ONU, they teach you, I, I believe it's the Sadler method um, of sales. And it what he said was it taught him how to sell himself in an interview. And, and he got to the point where he wasn't he didn't feel like he was being interviewed. He felt like he was interviewing them because he'd become so comfortable with selling himself. And I think that's sort of goes along with, you know, what we've been talking about, but you have to learn to make that transition from we to me, and you have to be able to sell yourself in an interview. And um, I, I just think that was a huge point there. And, and ONU's got a great program going, you know, what, what, what are your thoughts on that, Eric? You know, it's, Selling yourself in an interview is something that is so foreign to, to most of us, right? Because a lot of times um, we don't have to sell ourselves because ourselves are on our uniform, right? We don't have to do that because when we walk in, they're seeing the badges and the lickies and the chewies and all the stuff that's on the on the uniform, or they're already looking at, at your, you know, your record brief, or they're already looking at, they already know what's coming, you know? And so a lot of times we just kind of have to walk in and get to work. And we're not afforded that opportunity in the civilian world, right? We're not afforded the opportunity just to kind of walk in and be like, yo, I'm here, let's get to work, right? I don't, you don't get to do that. You have to sell yourself. So being able to speak about yourself, and I still believe that we should still talk about team. Maybe I'm maybe that's an unpopular opinion, but I still think we should talk about team, right? I I think it's about what I and the team did. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but yeah, selling yourself is tough. I I think I still struggle with it every single day. But I think I also, and that'll dive into another subject, but I think, I think it also plays a lot into that imposter syndrome that a lot of us suffer from. Well, and you know, it, it's interesting that you picked that one because that was a, a, a nugget that I got from uh, Jennifer Delat, right? Yeah. Um, she said almost the exact same thing, which is it's important to learn how to talk about ourselves. You have to prep for the interview, right? And, you know, we are, we are a unit. In, in the service, we're a unit, we're a team. Um, there's no I in team, right? There is a me, but there's no I. Um, but if we learn how to talk about our individual contributions to the team, right, for the mission, you've got to develop that because that's your, that's your star story, right? That's your star story, and that's what the recruiters are looking for. Yep. 
And that was a great interview too. Two two interviews with her. What what she's got going on at uh, Cedar Sinai and the way that they're helping veterans get employed there is just fantastic. And she'll she'll sit down and actually have the interview prep with people and help veterans any way she can to get in there. So it's it's yeah. pretty amazing. Oh yeah, I mean I have and, and this is something that blew my mind and I said it in the interview, which is that's her position. They hired her in part to prep veterans coming in for the interview, right? Who does that? What other company is doing that? Smart companies. (laughs) Smart companies, absolutely. Yeah, but man, you would be hard pressed to find many other companies doing that. I agree. Yeah. So what's your next one there? Ooh. I think I think I think out of sheer loyalty. No, I'm joking. One of my favorites is I, I'm you you know you know I work for ACP and I love American Corporate Partners. I love what we do. I love our mission. I am I said it the other day and I I, I didn't mean to say it. It kind of fell out of my face. Um, but I think I I really genuinely meant it. I'm in love with our mission. Like I'm in love with what ACP does for our veterans, our, our transitioning service members, and our military spouses. But my boss Leslie Coffee, the VP of Military Engagement, is without a doubt the Kevin Bacon of our space, right? You can't throw a rock in any direction without hitting somebody that knows Leslie. Um, I, I was telling, I was telling a, a group, a cohort of O2O the other day. Every time I brief with Leslie, I feel like I'm like I'm playing baseball with Mickey Mantle, or I'm shooting hoops with MJ. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's watching the goat every single day. Um, but in her episode, she hit on something. I've heard her say it before, but I think the way she said it kind of struck me um, when she was talking about giving her giving yourself permission to play in the space and recognizing that it's not, it doesn't have to be another twenty year career. You're not signing another 20 year contract. Like give yourself permission to kind of, I want to, I want to see what that's like. And I want to know more about that. And that's what's great about ACP, right? Because that's what we do. We offer you the opportunity to talk to mentors in different industries and you can have those conversations and you can learn about what those things are like and then play in the space. Give yourself permission. We spend so much of our lives having lived under the rules of the military that when we step out, we forget that like we are now in charge and we get to give ourselves permission, right? It's not just, it's, it's giving yourself permission to play in the space. It's giving yourself permission to know, not know what you don't know. But I think, I don't know, Leslie, like I said, Leslie is one of my heroes. She is um, just an absolute rock star. I love the crap out of that woman. She is a pleasure to work for. Um, but that, when she said that, that, I think that that hit a little different for me. I think that's a great point. And, and there's a lot of statistics out there about, you know, how veterans jump from job to job when they first get out. And, and I know personally, I, I don't want that, but I agree completely with what she said. You know, yeah. I love the, the company I'm going to be working for uh, and what they're doing and, and what I'm going to be doing there. But who knows? Maybe maybe that only is, you know, the first step. I, I don't know. I mean, we none of us know how where it's going to lead and what's going to happen. And I think you have to embrace what she said there it's not a 20-year commitment like the military yeah. was and uh, it's just a great way to put it you know what do you think mark yeah i i think that there are some pitfalls that you have to be aware of in that environment right and we've used this word already but you have to be strategic right in what you're doing it has to be really i think if you're gonna do that you have to go in with the mindset that it may be a stepping stone right Not just, hey, I'm going to try this, but if I try that, how could I, and it's not right for me, how can I use that information, use that experience and and get to the next level? Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So as I went back through the episodes and I was looking at ones that there was one, the one with Will Gibson and Vets on Tap. He talked about the networking events that he's putting on and how he didn't have to have a hundred people there every time. If there were only five, that was okay. Because it's five people that you're bringing together. And it's more about making those strong connections instead of reaching certain numbers. And, and I think that's something that we can easily forget. You know, it, you don't need to have everybody show up. It could be five people, and those five people have a great time and take something of value away, and you've succeeded in your mission. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think you know, I um. I'm I'm quite the extrovert. I don't know if you guys know me. Uh, I, I'm a, I, 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 and this is listen. This isn't something that like a little army, shy. <laughs> this isn't something that the army created, right? Like Eric has been this way since he was knee high to a grasshopper. Um, but it's still tough getting out there and being genuine, authentic, transparent, to the point where you're sharing your story. To the point where if it is just five, you can't get lost in a crowd. You're going to, unless you're just going to stand there and stare at everybody in the face and make everybody feel weird, like you're going to have to share. But those moments are so valuable. Those moments are so, because it isn't about the, you know, the, the, you can't look at the journey as a holistic thing, right? It's about those individual moments, about those moments of connection. It's about getting, getting in the ring for each other and sharing your stories. I love it. I love what he's doing. I love what Vets on Tap is doing. I think they're incredible. I wish they had one down here in Columbus. I think they'd be super dope. Wink, wink. Um, but I, uh, <laughs> I love it, man. I love it. What are your thoughts, Mark? Man, you know, there's 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 a lot to that. Um, standing out certainly is important, right? And there's that dichotomy between the military mindset and the civilian mindset, right? And it kind of goes back to that team and I. Um, but I know in my experience in the military, you didn't want to stand out, right? You, you you didn't. I mean, look, they they from from basic or boot on you know and and that was kind of the mindset that most people adopted and it wasn't forced on you necessarily but that's that's i think just naturally as humans that's kind of how we say hey i don't want to get noticed i want to get you know get called out and so it progresses then into you know your permanent party status where um you know you're still part of that team environment and if you are if you're trying to stand out, right, and differentiate yourself, that's one thing. You're 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 being a leader, but at the same time, there's a lot of other people. There's that stigma still, and so people think you you're just showboating, right? Or you're, you know, you're just putting yourself out there for your your own advantage, not in the team, you know, mission. So I think that there's that that push and pull between, you know, how we can address that and really reverse what's been ingrained in us right over our, our military career. That's a great point, especially for like our E6s in a blow, our first termers, the guys that are getting out who didn't, you know, guys like Sean and I who spent a career in the military, man, we, we got used to having to get up there and brief or we were on the podium coaching or, you know, whatever it is. We, we, we've, a lot of the senior folks were pushed into one way or another to get out in front of people and have to lead. But, you know, for our first termers, for, you know, guys like my sons, I've got two sons that are serving, you know, it, for those E4s and those E3s who are getting out after their first term, they they were in that boat, Mark, where I don't want to stand out. No, everybody told me to shut my mouth and just do what I'm told. So here I am. Right. 
but they're coming out with the same grit, with the same drive, with the same abilities, like they're they, with the same potential that the rest of us are coming out with and they can kill it too. So yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. So gentlemen, this conversation, one has been amazing. I, I love reliving the episodes and proving that I think we're achieving the mission we set out for originally, right? You know, we're sharing, we're bringing guests on, they're talking about their organization, they're sharing amazing information with people. So if the transitioning service members, even veterans going through a life transition, the spouses, if, if you're checking these out, hopefully you're taking something away from it. There are so many great ones out there. And, and we have plenty more to talk about, but we have some special announcements we got to get to, and we're coming down to the end of the episode already. Can you believe that? I mean, that's how quickly this has gone by. You um, talk a lot. So some of the things I want to make sure people are tracking, all right, we're out on all the podcast all, all platforms, your favorite ones. Give us a follow, subscribe to the channel, help us grow this and, and get the, the word out. Um, we are turning VetSS uh, into an official business this year in 2023. Really? Very excited about that. And, and we have a goal that we're going to try to reach. And that is we want to give back to the organizations that we're interviewing. So one of the things we're looking at doing is running contests where the fans vote on their favorite episode, and then we donate money to that organization. Boom. But we will exclude Eric's episode since he's been on twice. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> um, so we have some great things coming up. Plus, we're looking at some live events. We want to get out there live at some of these organizations. Uh, Vets on Tap, we've talked with them before. we got great national events that go on. We're going to try to start making those as well. And watch out for the swag. We got some swag coming. I'm very excited about that. We're going to have some stuff out there for people. And it's going to be all about still giving back to the community. That's what we want to do. I think but, Eric wants to show off his 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 swag right now that he's uh Oh, he may he may have something to show off, but Mark, I'm going to turn it over to you. Mark's yep. got a couple announcements for us uh as we get ready to close out the episode. Yeah, um I would like to start with my last knowledge bomb that, that I had picked out, which is Mark Overbirds. And he said, when you leave, you're still, when you separate from service, you are still part of the military team. But the mission changes to hire and inspire other veterans. So, oh, yeah. think on that, right? Digest that. Now, um, for the future, the future holds a lot for Sean and Eric. Eric's on, and uh, he's on here for a reason. I am uh, pleased to announce that we've got the, the first year under our belt. My mission uh, through the Who You Know Network into VetSOS was to um, get Sean up and running, support that mission, um, and ultimately hand the reins over. And so at this juncture, coinciding with the one-year mark, we are there. And so I'm ready to hand the roll, the roll over, the reins over um, with Eric and uh, pass that baton. So Eric is going to be the new co-host. I'm going to be stepping back. Uh, oh, Let's go. Let's Confetti go. Can. He's got the <laughs> SOS swag on. Um, you guys are in for a treat because, man, Eric is just an amazing individual. You guys already have hopefully seen his episodes. Um, but, man, what a passionate brother. Um, for the mission and you guys are in great hands um, I will still be involved in the background um, I'm still going to continue to support the mission um, I want to thank each and every one of you for your patronage to the show 
uh, for your commitment, for the guests that have come on, for your commitment to help further the mission and help the veteran and military community um, and military spouse community. Let's not forget them as well. Um, you know, we've had some great military uh, military spouse uh, speakers as well. So um, I'm super excited for what the future holds for the show. And uh, man, I'm just blessed to have been part of it. So thank you all uh, for the past year. Man, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But we definitely, I mean, I owe you so much, Mark, um, your mentorship, your friendship. Uh, for those, you probably heard us say it before, uh, Mark and I have never actually met in person yet. Uh, so hopefully one of these times I make it out to Texas, we will. Um, but you just, you have a wealth of experience and you've been willing to, to share this journey and, and help me um, get comfortable doing this. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun. I've had a blast over the past year. I can't believe it's already been a year. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, right. um, but I owe so much to you, and I'm so glad that you're staying a part of the Vet SOS family. Uh, we got some great ideas, some great plans, and, and some things moving forward. Um, that is if I live past today, because my wife's going to kill me for all this confetti everywhere. <laughs> um, but um I, I do. I want to do this. Echo what you said. I want to thank everybody, all the all the people who have followed us, supported us along the way, and all the people in this space who have come on and, and helped make Vet SOS what it is. Being you know being part of what we got going on and helping sharing your knowledge with the next group of people coming out of the military. Uh, to me, that means so much. That one, you, you believed in what we were doing, but two, you want to continue to give back to the community, and, and that means the world to me. So I thank you, and, and I look forward to so much more. Eric, we'll leave it the closing comments for you as the, the new uh, co-host of Vet SOS. Um, what would you like to tell the audience? I just got a short speech here. Um, I just prepared. No, I'm joking. Um, Mark, <laughs> thank you so much for the honor and handing over the baton, brother. I have been in awe of you and what you and Sean have done with this with this show and, and with bringing on so many people. So I'm really honored. I'm humbled to be here. I'm looking forward to a great time. I'm super thankful you're staying on you know, and helping me learn and, and kind of helping us grow some more. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just really excited. I'm, I'm pumped up for what's next. Um, next few episodes, will, uh, you might have to see this ugly face. So uh, with that said, all policies and procedures remain in effect. <laughs> that SOS 7 signing on. <laughs> I, I feel oh, like I should, so I feel like we should have a ceremony where I really, I relinquish and pass the guide on back. <laughs> see, now that would have been cool. We could have done that virtually and everybody, you know, okay. Great idea now. We'll have to re-record. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for tuning in today. Thank you for supporting us over the past year. And uh, thank you, Mark, for everything you've done so far and everything you're going to do in the future. And Eric, thank you for joining the team and helping us take it to, to the next step. Remember, I'm don't ready. drown the sea of transition. Grab the VET SOS Lifeline. <laughs>